0: Ariane Titmus beats Katie Ledecky in the 400-meter freestyle. If you talk to any swimmer who swam at any high level in the United States of America, they'll tell you that Michael Phelps is not the goat. It is perhaps Katie Ledecky. She was defeated by Australian Ariane Titmus, who also broke the world record. Unbelievable accomplishment by her. Mina Kimes, the NFL reporter, said something along the lines of. It feels like I just watched Justin t- Tucker miss a kick. No, that's not true. Nobody missed anything. Katie Ledecky got beat. It is American cocky season. Of course, we think we're the best. On that note, coming up in interesting to see, your daily sports podcast about news narratives, takes, and gambling. We'll talk about the embarrassment that is USA basketball. I don't have any takes on it. They just are not very good. We are going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, and some gambling stuff. And we'll update the medal count and look at what's going on in the Olympics. And we're going to start today with the Olympics, and some things you're going to have to be prepared for if you watch them, specifically if you watch in the U.S. or if you're an American. Uh, this is a story. It's not anything to do with who's good. Obviously, Simone Biles is perhaps the greatest athlete on planet Earth, but USA Gymnastics is in incredible turmoil. It has been for a while. If you'd like to catch up, I highly recommend the Netflix documentary Athlete A, which is about the Larry Nasser scandal and essentially how USA Gymnastics and Michigan State University are organized crime. There, I said it. Allegedly, no reasonable person would believe that I would actually accuse them of being an organized crime ring, etc. So uh, last night, there was a tweet that went out um, from someone named Paul Ruggery, who is a, some sort of representative. I don't know. And so this is, what, this is where we're at right now with this Paul Ruggery tweet. I'll bring it up for you if you're going to watch. Uh Australian Gymnastics blog team USA does not under any circumstances, quote, need Marta back right now. So Marta refers to Marta Carioli and I think her husband or something uh, Bela Carioli, if you remember watching American Olympics, if you were watching American gymnastics, that old man with the white hair at the creepy mustache was always carrying around the girls, that guy and, uh, Marta Marioli, the two Mariolis, they were like the coaches. They ran this ranch in Texas that was essentially a compound. Parents weren't there. Larry Nassar would sexually abuse the girls. And of course they were accused of incredible, incredible abuse, like physical, uh, ramifications if you didn't perform well. So this guy, Paul Ruggery III on Twitter says, quote, Marta, she may have done some things unethically, dot, 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 but she knew how to make champions. I always looked up to her and her success. That is not the right take. So Lynn Raisman, or Reisman, excuse me, who is the mother, I believe, of Allie Reisman. Allie Reisman is probably the third or fourth greatest female gymnast of all time. She said, quote, This organization is beyond broken and needs real independent investigation and to be decertified. I thought it was decertified. Uh, I can't believe that it's still happening. So if you're going to watch um, women's gymnastics, you need to be, be prepared for essentially some trigger warning kind of stuff. Uh, the abuse talk is going to keep going on Twitter. It's going to keep going, and it is it is absolutely it's disheartening. As of this, the Metal Count, which is a great Twitter account to see, essentially to follow the Olympics, uh, tweeted that there is a Romanian Olympic medalist who reports that she choked her husband while she was sleeping because of PTSD that she endured as a young gymnast. Um, There is an ends justify the means portion of this around uh, USA Gymnastics that is really kind of disheartening. And I, I thought it was taken care of, but apparently it is not. All right, so we'll take a look At uh, the Olympic medal count update, the United States is number one in overall medals, seven golds. That's tied for first with Japan, who also has seven golds. The USA has three silvers, four bronze. Japan, seven gold, one silver, three bronze. China, 15 total medals, six gold, three silver, six bronze, uh, followed by Great Britain and South Korea. Uh, Just on a quick note, my take, it is absolutely an egregious abomination that baseball is not an Olympic sport and that professionals can't play. Because what you like is for countries who are hosting to be proud of their athletes the way that Japan, I'm sure, is proud of Naomi Osaka in, in tennis. And the greatest team sport athlete on the planet right now is Shohei Otani. And, man, I cannot imagine the atmosphere if that guy went yard or threw uh, a really good pitching performance in Japan for the Olympics. He's, we haven't had a baseball player this electrifying, I think, possibly ever. So, I mean, it's really disappointing that he can't represent... Uh, Japan and the Olympics in their home state, but or in their home country, that is what it is. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of the Olympics, when you talk about Team USA basketball, just real quick, they are—I don't know how to say this politely—trash. Um, Kevin Durant is on the team. There are other guys on the team that are pros. Two things are happening. One is that they don't care, and they—they've never really cared. Guys like Steph Curry and LeBron haven't been on the team in a while because um, America essentially, like our second and third best players, are better, better than everybody else. However. Since the Spurs and since other teams have done really well recruiting in Europe, basketball is on the rise in Europe and in Africa and various. Like they lost a a tune-up game to Nigeria. Australia's got good players, like Ben Simmons and whatnot. Um, Turkey has good players. So while most teams don't have all NBA lineups the way the USA does, they have a lot of people in the NBA. The USA lost an opening round game to France which has a couple NBA players, but not a lot. They should have never lost that game. I suspect that the vibe here is that they're just not going to be very good. The second thing that's happening is in the NBA, there are a lot of fouls called. There are not a lot of fouls called in international basketball. This is very much somewhere between 1999 and 2005 basketball where you're going to have to toughen up. And so a lot of these NBA players are shrugging their shoulders at refs. They they think they're getting contact, and the refs are like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, it is not a foul here. And the USA guys who have been pampered to for, like, their whole lives with calls are not getting it. So they're freaking out. Um, I, th- I feel like the embarrassment has gotten so big that if, if the USA is going to lose, I think American fans want deep down, it's like a hurricane. Like you don't want anyone to get hurt, but you want to see just how bad it can get. I I'm sensing a vibe like that around uh, USA basketball. I have no idea what their schedule is coming up. I, I really don't care. I'm going to react on Twitter and unless it's convenient for me, I don't think I'll be watching USA basketball because they should win and they don't win either way doesn't seem like a very pleasant viewing experience uh, for me the ratings of the olympics are up according to who is this deadline deadline reports that the nbc universal set some strong streaming numbers for the opening of saturday 2020 tokyo olympics uh, quote they reported today so it's it's called a total audience delivery t-a-d um, which includes the live broadcast, various cable channels, such as, you know, MSNBC, CNBC, and any sort of tablet or smartphone that's connected to a TV streaming service. So they can, they're trying to finally track who's streaming, who's watching live, and who's viewing w- whatever else. Um, the The ratings were up 26% on Saturday from the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony is probably kind of a dud because, you know, there's no fans. They couldn't do a lot of stuff. Uh Various NBC networks include NBC, USA Network, NBCSN, CNBC. So the ratings are up. That's good. I thought that the ratings would be down just because the NBA and the NHL playoffs were far later in the year than they usually are. So people aren't just sitting around clamoring for sports, um, especially with football coming up. So it's, it's kind of like in this nice little sweet spot right after the MLB All-Star break and NBA and NHL finals are, are of course, over. The NHL had its draft. Owen Power went first overall. What a great... What a great hockey name Owen period power period four of the top five picks were either at the University of Michigan or have committed to play hockey at the University of Michigan which is something that Michigan is obviously not going to shut up about it and while we're talking about the University of Michigan we'll go on to our next big story which is that the SEC has gotten a wandering eye so depending on when you're listening to this OU, Oklahoma University, and the University of Texas are expected to announce officially to their conference, the Big 12, that they're leaving the Big 12 and headed to the Southeastern Conference, which is pushing it a little, but Missouri and Kentucky are in the SEC fine. That makes some geographic sense. That would bring the team total to 16. We've also reported that the last time expansion happened, the SEC went pretty strongly after Clemson and Florida State. They famously declined. Um, They didn't give a reason, which means that they were scared, and they, they were. It would make no sense. To go to the SEC, Clemson was a founding member of the SEC, and Florida State, of course, makes a bunch of sense with Florida uh, geographically, essentially in the SEC as well. It has since been reported by Sports Illustrated and people on Twitter who they have blue check marks. I don't know. It, it it hasn't been refuted that the SEC is also in pretty serious talks with Ohio State and Michigan, which means that it wouldn't be the SEC, and it also means that they understand the way things are moving with this name, image, likeness stuff with athletes potentially being paid, what the SEC is doing is essentially cutting out the middlemen. There is no need for conferences, is what the SEC is suggesting. Uh, Everyone is seeing a world where there are two or three super leagues and they kind of figure it out. I've been saying this privately in my personal life and among my friends for years. College football is about to be European soccer. There are going to be three or four massive leagues in massive countries, right Um, regions in the United States. Those leagues are going to play each other and they're going to sort of figure out a... Tournament of Champions, similar to FIFA, UEFA uh, Champions League. Um, the real question here is what's going to happen to Notre Dame. The ACC and the Pac-12 seem to be pretty strong. I read on Twitter that some Louisiana schools were invited to the Big 12 to take up the space. Nobody knows what's going on, but what's ha- what is going to happen is the rich are getting richer. Alabama, LSU, Florida. Texas Oklahoma Ohio State Michigan those guys are all big dogs what they're kind of forgetting though is that even if they get to schedule their cupcakes at the beginning of the year SEC fans have been saying it for years that if you had to play an SEC schedule you'd have one or two more losses on the year which as an SEC graduate myself I would agree with however if you just keep adding these blue bloods like a lot of you are going to go six and six if Michigan thinks they're going to the SEC and they will ever sniff any sort of postseason thing in the SEC based on the way the program is now, they're not going to. They're just, they're not going to. You'll never be good. You'll never be great again. So what's going to happen is they're essentially sacrificing competitiveness for these big schools and turning them into the meek and the middle ones, which in a long-term roundabout way, the more I think about it, if Michigan is brought back to earth and it's consistently six and six and they start losing to teams like Toledo, this could be a pretty interesting situation. The one thing that is true now and has always been true about college football is it doesn't matter how good you actually are in a period of time. You can't have five years of success and rise through the ranks. You have to have 20 years of success. You have to be a good university and you get promoted. The real winner in all of this, no question, is the University of Utah. They were a mid-major school and they somehow got promoted. It is a fascinating story and congratulations to them. The Pac-12 seems like it'll be together for a while. But this college conference thing, I'm, I'm honestly over it, I don't care. I went to Ole Miss. I hope all I want is for Ole Miss to be competitive in the fourth quarter against Alabama and LSU like every other year essentially, and I am completely golden. All right, we're going to wrap up with some NFL talk. Ian Rappaport tweeting over the weekend that Deshaun Watson is expected to report to the Texas. He's showing up for training camp, which means uh, the suggestion made by Mike Florio, a pro football talk, is a former lawyer. He suggests that Watson showing up means that Watson knows whether or not he's going to be playing this year. And it's not a situation where it's up in the air. He is, of course, being charged. Well, He's not being charged. Excuse me. He's being sued by something like 20 plus women who allege that he sexually uh, abused, assaulted. I don't know the exact language. was very inappropriate sexually during massages. And that litigation is ongoing. Those are civil charges, not criminal charges came out over the weekend that Philly expects to be the place where he gets traded to. If he gets traded, I'm not sure how they're going to do that. But, of course, Philly, um, they're all about that kind of thing. So Deshaun Watson is showing up for camp. Let's look at some preseason odds. And so I was looking at odds over the weekend, and this Deshaun Watson stuff is really important because I was I like betting on the teams with the worst record and the best record. I think you can kind of go off schedule and just kind of guessing vibes and whatnot. The Eagles are plus 1,600 to be the worst record in football. So no Deshaun Watson. I actually think the Eagles should be top three to be the worst team in football with the Lions and the Texans. Statistically, they have a f- they have an okay schedule. If I remember right, they play the AFC West this year though. So that's at least two losses for sure. Um, they, but the thing that they have going for them is they play in the NFC East. So there's probably going to be at least two wins. Plus 1600 to me, is high. That's good odds. What that means is that if you bet hundred dollars, you win sixteen hundred dollars. However, if they get Deshaun Watson, they're going to win two more games, which means that if they were going to say be three and fourteen, they would be five and twelve or whatever. Uh, so the Deshaun Watson stuff is the risk there. And we're going to finish up today by discussing this Aaron Rodgers thing. Aaron Rodgers is suspect is expected to announce his retirement this week. He is not expected to announce his retirement per any reporting. He is expected to announce his retirement per sportsbooks. DraftKings and sportsbooks in Westgate, Superbook in Las Vegas, polled Aaron Rodgers Futures, Packers Futures, and NFC North odds. Other books still have them, but they suspect very strongly that Aaron Rodgers will announce his retirement this week as training camp reports. Devontae Adams posted some cryptic crap over the weekend. In my opinion, the Packers still have by far the best roster in the NFC North, but if they're starting some kid who apparently has accuracy issues with non-moving targets, I'm not sure what to make of that. It might be a good time to throw five bucks each on the Bears, Lions, and Vikings to win the division. That's it for interesting to see. Subscribe, rate, review, etc. cetera, or don't. Live your best life. Thanks for hanging out. I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow.